Hello everybody, and it's me, your main host, and just want to let you know that if you don't like breathing sounds, if you don't listen to this episode, because our special guest, or our new co-host, rather, he was using his phone, so it is very loud and there's some breathing, so not for you, then I want to skip this episode, but that's all, and please enjoy the episode. Hello, my little Fuka. goofy history goblins. Oh, on Fuka, very cool. Um, hello, my little goofy history goblins, and welcome to another episode of the Goofy History Podcast. Now, I don't have much of a monologue today, but I've got something that, you, that might tickle your neurons a little bit. I don't know why I said that. But, um, <laughs> have you ever considered, um, like a homeowners association, right? They're overbearing, incredibly petty, and overall kind of just suck. Now put that put that i put those ideals into a mid 18th se- not 18th century 19th century so mid 1800s mid 1800s conflict and make it over a pig and put it in modern day like Washington Vancouver area and that's what you go that's what you that's when you put those together you get what we're talking about today and to present that topic please welcome our new co-host Gabe Yippee! Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Goose Country Podcast. Thank you. Um. So, what are you talking about today? Today we are going to be talking about the Pig War. W. What in What does the Pig War yeah. all entail? The Pig War is a territorial dispute between the United States and Great Britain over the San Juan Islands. Okay, San Juan Islands. That wants me to think like Caribbean area, but where is this? The San Juan Islands. It's located in the Strait of Juan de Fuca between the mainland United States and Vancouver Island, Canada. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Why are they called the San Juan Islands? Because I don't think the Spanish got up that far during like the colonialization of America. The name San Juan originates from the 1791 expedition of Francisco de Eliza, who named who named the area Isla y Ar- Archipelago de San Juan to honor his patron sponsor. Juan Vicente de Guemes Padilla Horcasitas <laughs> y Aguayo Second God of damn, that name. <laughs> the name is so did long. You say, did you say Grimace in the middle of it? <laughs> no, I said Guemes. <laughs> okay. I said Grimace with a speech impediment. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um... So, um, well, uh, what happened? How'd this happen? Because, like, the pig war, uh, were there actual pigs involved? The name pig war originated from an incident where an American f- farmer, Lyman Cutler, shot and killed a British-owned pig that was rooting in his garden. So he killed a British person? No. Oh. No, not quite. So apologies, British viewers. I mean, I... Very s- few of you. It's, just, it's just silliness. No, don't apologize to them. They don't deserve that. <laughs> okay. Um, continue. All right, the pig that sparked this incident belonged to Charles Griffin, an employee of the Hudson Bay Company. Cutler offered $10 in compensation to Griffin for the pig, but Griffin demanded $100, which Cutler refused to pay. How much was, like, hang on, one moment, I gotta do some frantic Googling. $100 is about $2,492.84 today. Oh, well, that's what I was about to go Google, so. So, he wanted $2,500 for one pig. Dog is crazy for that. Too wild. Bit crazy. Bit crazy. Bit wild. 
Get wild. Anyways, the tensions then escalated when the British threatened to arrest Cutler for killing for the killing of the pig. That Yowza. is a bit silly, actually. A little bit. Both the United States and Great Britain stationed military forces in the area in response to the escalating tensions because the killing of one pig is a great reason to start a war. Um, I, d- I agree. That is a great reason to start a war because I feel like when we start wars, they need to be funnier. Yeah, like like the pig war, for example. That's quite silly. Quite, quite peculiar actions on both sides. But yeah. to be fair, it was British people versus 1840s, I'm guessing, America. And we were a little bit schizo at that point. So, yeah. Small amount. My, mildly schizo. Mildly. Anyways, the United States dispatched Captain George Pickett with a company of U.S. Army soldiers to San Juan Island. And while that was happening, the British sent three warships to the area, commanded by Captain Jeffrey Hornby. Why? Why would they do something? Because British people are idiots who love to spend their debt on pigs. I feel like this is repeated attacks on the British. I need to put a trigger warning. Uh, Don't listen to if you're British. (laughs) No, definitely keep listening if you're British. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Okay, continue. Yeah. All right. By the summer of 1859, both sides had established military camps on opposite ends of the island. And at the peak of the standoff, there were approximately 461 U.S. troops and three British warships with over 2,000 troops. Hmm, interesting. Wait, okay, so, um, other co-host. Um, I don't know how much you know about naval history, because naval history is not my strong suit. But no. if we're talking 1840s warships, like, you know what those look like? Um, 1840s warships. They would still be wood, wouldn't they? Yeah, the warships weren't any. They weren't as different as they were during the 1700s. I think it was so, mostly like. So if we're talking gunships. Yeah, we're talking gunships. Yeah, uh, gun uh, a warship in the 1800s. Uh, based on pictures I'm looking at, it looks like they were. They were, there were some steamers, but most of them were still wooden boats with sails. Uh, yeah. I have a photo of one. Right. I'm looking at a picture of the HMS Victoria. Give that I'm, a look up. I'm also looking at the HMS Victoria right now. Wow. 1859. Right. 1859. That's which the is the year that 18. the British sent their warships, coincidentally. Oh, very cool. So I was a little bit off. Indeed you were. But, uh, it's all good. Alright. Um, all right. continue, I guess. All right. The British camp was known as Camp Harrow, while the American camp was known as Camp Pickett. And despite the tense situation, no shots were fired during the pig war. Hmm, all right. How is it? Why would they yeah. call it a war then, though? Because I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like wars would be, yeah. like, there's there'd be blood drawn. And I guess there's technically blood drawn because of the pig. What do you, where do you stand on this? I, I guess it's... Wait, what? Where do you stand on this? <laughs> a base? Like, calling um, this a war seems a bit strange. Uh, personally, I would say it's more of a... Uh political dispute <laughs> than the yeah, actual you war. you giggle like that? <laughs> what? You and <laughs> <laughs> Well, I suppose it can be compared to the Cold War, which was pretty much just very tense about yeah, the to battle is, breakout the at any war, time. You had, like, proxy wars everywhere. Korea, Vietnam, uh, You also had the fear of, um, which is kind of violating humanity. humanity. With, yeah, with, nucle- yeah, with the nuclear weapons. Yeah, I don't know how you could call it a war then. Yeah, because like, like the Cold War, it wasn't a stereotypical war, but the word war makes sense because of proxy wars and all that stuff. Yeah. Alright, let's continue. Alright, yeah, let's continue. Mm -hmm. 
So anyways, the standoff between the two sides continued for nearly a year with occasional small-scale confrontations, which is probably why they call it a war. Mm, okay. So, like, skirmishes well, that never draw any blood? Or were there, was there deaths? Did people die? Well, you'll probably get to that later. No, no, pe- no people died, actually. The only, the only being, the only creature to die during the entire pig war was the pig. Ah, okay. There were no casualties. Hmm, interesting. Very. I agree, very. Yeah. Although, during the standoff, both the American and British forces built fortifications and cannons on the island in case of imminent, in case of imminent attack. Right. Which would, which both sides thought would happen, but it never did happen. Right. And the conflict attracted the attention of the international community, and there were fears that it could lead to a full-blown war between the United States and Great Britain. And because right. of this, diplomatic negotiations between the United States and Great Britain took place to resolve the dispute peacefully. All right. All right. So, what what measures did they take to prevent any like major casualties? To prevent any. Would that be what an arbitration is for? I'm not. I'm honestly not 100 percent sure what an arbitration is. I because I'm not very smart. Even arbitration is. Um, I think it's. I believe it is when like you settle something outside of the courts. But I'm not 100 mm. percent sure. I guess I will be looking up the definition. Yeah. Although the dispute was ultimately settled by arbitration. Okay. The German Emperor Wilhelm I was appointed as the arbitrator. Okay. The process yeah. by which the parties to a dispute submit their differences to the judgment of an impartial person or group appointed by mutual consent or statutory provision. Statutory provision. So it's basically like you pull someone that is impartial to the outcomes and you like give them the facts and they go, okay, well, this is what I think. Yeah, so it's like if you and your buddy go to the mall or something and you ask some random stranger to settle your argument. That's pretty much an arbitration. That's basically arbitration, but this is on a much larger scale. Yeah. All right, that's a new word, and arbitration. The, and the arbit- what were you saying? That's a good question. Mm, okay. Okay, shall I continue? Uh, yeah, sure. All right. So anyways, the arbitration process began in 1871 and concluded in 1872. And the final ruling of the arbitration favored the United States, and San Juan Islands was rewarded to the United States of America. Let's go, America! Woo! USA! 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 And this ruling, oh, and this ruling also established the current boundary between the United States and Canada in the area. Oh, okay. So that border has not changed, is that what you're saying? Yeah, that border has not changed since the Pig War. Oh, nice. Yeah. And the and and because the United States was gifted possession of San Juan Island, the United States took formal possession of San Juan Island on November twenty fifth of eighteen seventy two. Alrighty, that yeah. seems like a it went pretty well. Yeah. So um, I was thinking of new stuff we could do to keep the podcast interesting, and I was thinking, what would if we were the parties involved in this situation? What would we do? What do we think is the smartest course of action? Um, I'd like to hear uh, the other war. co-host go first. War. 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 Death. War never changes. Bloodshed. Okay. I mean, yeah, that does send a message. That's fair. I would say the way they handled it is pretty good, but I really don't think moving troops out of maybe needed areas was the smartest move because it seems like a small dispute and not something that could like boil over not like the yeah. i don't even i don't remember what it's called but uh have you guys heard of the thing when the scramble for africa was happening it was between britain and france and it almost ignited a war between them 
Hang on, let me do uh, no, I don't think I heard. No. Let me do some Googling real quick. Have fun with that. I will. Good. Why are you so defensive? Answer him. Why are you so... I don't... Why are you so... Insert word. Oh, wow. My feelings are hurt. Dude. The Dude, that took me too the far. Fas the Fadosha? The the Fashoda, the Fashoda incident, which is also called the Fashoda Crisis, happened in 1898. So basically, um, the um, French people and the UK, they wanted the same part of land. <clears throat> and even though they met on like friendly terms, people in Europe were like, oh my god, it's gonna be a war, oh, I'm scared. Um, it, it was fine. The French just were like, okay, well, we'll withdraw from this area. Oh. So, and it almost boiled so, over into a war, but it did not. So. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, it went pretty well for them. And then. So it was pretty much just a lot of public paranoia. Uh, for the, a lot, a sorta, but like, but not. I mean, the fear was was it was it was valid because like the British, they were they were we're gonna we're gonna stay here, and if you don't like that, then we can go to battle. So basically, oh. um. Also, I had no idea what Fenosha was. It w it was uh it's a town in South Sudan. Now, well, what is now oh. South Sudan? I wonder how many yeah. people live there. Um, about eight thousand. One. This place looks not great. Looks stinky. But all these pictures are in black and white, and they're from the eighteen hundreds. And also, oh. it's South Sudan. I can't imagine that is that great. So. Yeah, that is what it is, though. Things happen, especially in the 1800s. Stuff like that happened all the time. Yeah, it's kind of absurd, the immense difference between South Sudan and South Africa. Well, they're in very different places. Africa's a very... Just because they're South doesn't yeah. mean that... Also, like, South Africa never also, split from anything. Well, kind of did, but... Yeah. It split from Britain, but, like, that's kind of different than splitting South from Sudan Europe. was only formed in 2011, too. Yeah, and it was because yeah, of true. uh, it was because of uh, not jihad, but like a religious war between the Christian North and the Muslim South, or is it the other way around? Oh. Was it no? It's I Muslim it North Mus and Christian Muslim South. Muslim North and Christian South. Yeah, and it was like a several decade long war that basically because destroyed both sides. Yeah. Oh. So, because they're um in the North, you had uh mostly Muslims, Sunni Muslims, of mm -hmm. course, because there's really only Shia Muslims in Iran. Um. But then in the south, you had Christian and Christians and folk and like folk religions, so that caused a lot of conflicts naturally. Yeah. Yeah. So that's basically what happened there. But uh, Gabe, what do you think their the best course of action would have been for this? For the pig war, I honestly would have just cut my losses and paid for the pig because I don't think it was worth like the what was it just about a year and a half of just very high pressure tense. Yeah, war about to break out activity. But I feel like no, they they would have no way of knowing that not paying for the pig was going to start a war or almost start a war. That's true. But then again, but then again, Charles Griffin and Cutler could have just maybe negotiated and found a compromise. Yeah, in like, my opinion. Yo, how about fifty dollars instead? Because I you don't want ten. I don't want to pay a hundred. You can do fifty. That, but yeah. I don't know if they were not budging. Or, what? But then Griffin, being British, no offense to most British people, would go, 75! Yeah, that's fair, actually. Okay. Yeah. But, um, I guess continue. I will continue. About I... how the pig war is often considered one of the last boundary disputes between the United States and Great Britain in North America. 
And despite the tension, there was a friendly relationship between the soldiers from both sides during the standoff, with shared activities such as fishing and socializing, mm. which is interesting. I mean, all my homies love fishing and socializing. Yeah. And as I mentioned yeah. earlier, there were no casualties during the pig war except for the one pig Rip that, that started pig. the war. That started the quote-unquote uh, war. I feel oh. like you, you should have just let... Why did, why did you let... You know, how did the pig even get out in the first place? Like, come on, man. Yeah, I blame it all on the British. Because they let their pig root around in someone else's garden. Yeah. Because they have to wear dentures. Yeah. But then again, I blame a lot on the British. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of things, if you go I back to the can be blamed on the British. And now British people yeah. today, uh, they're fine. I normally don't have a problem. No, they deserve, they deserve all the hate in the world. I hate British people. Okay. Valid. Right, Let's get you back to bed. Nah. <laughs> all right, Grandpa. All right, time to take your schizo meds. No, nah. I don't want to drink the corn syrup. I hate the antichrist. I hate the antichrist. <laughs> Niche UN hater reference. <laughs> um, so basically, I feel like this went pretty well. Like the pig war could have gone a lot worse. Yeah, it's true. But uh, how, how you got you got more for us to feed our little our little our little grubby brains. I do have more to feed your little bottomless pit brain holes, you greedy pigs. W! Speaking of pigs, the pig war had broader implications for the overall relationship between the United States and Britain, Great Britain, and it highlighted the need for clearer boundaries and peaceful resolutions to territorial disputes. Very cool. Even though it wasn't much of a territorial dispute, it was more of a not wanting to pay for a pig that turned into a territorial dispute. Interesting. You should blow up the UK. I agree. Uh, yeah, I agree. No offense to British people, uh, except very much offense all, to British all people. The offense. What if um all the Americans just set up um just like they just set up a bit like big 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 old things, and they go um we can you get you get checkpoints and all the cool British people can go somewhere else, but then most of this weird ones the weird. Like, you know that TikToker who, like, kept just committing crimes and calling it pranks? Yeah. We leave that no. guy in Britain while we bomb it. <laughs> I don't think any British person likes him either, to be fair. Shit carpet bomb London. You know what? I feel like someone's done that Not before. Only, I feel like the United States could easily dominate Britain, seeing as we have about, like, five times the population of them. More than... No, actually, I don't know how how big Britain's population is. I, l- I looked it up. Uh, Br- Great Britain's people. population is like 67 million. That's too 12 many. people. That is too many. Too many Brits. People. Yeah, we have like six times that, probably. Uh, no, I looked it up. We have like 4.94 times. I did a quick Google binge. Alright, okay. Alright, All right. continue, my G. Alrighty then. The, the pig war conflict had a significant impact on the local population, disrupting their daily lives and causing epino- economic hardship. And, and with all this, the pig war led to increased military presence and the construction of military installations on the San Juan Island, which remained active until the late 1800s. Why do they still have stuff there? I feel like that's pointless. Yeah, very much so. And it took them long enough to realize that, because they didn't get rid of it until the late 1800s. Common colonial L. <laughs> Like there are very little, very few colonial W's. Would you agree? Wouldn't, wouldn't you agree? I guess no one Oh, there. I feel like there You're... are very little colonial W's. Yeah. What do you think, other co-host? Hello, sir. You there, buddy? He's eeping. <laughs> He's eeping. We got eeping. Okay. 
Um, we'll continue, little little creature. I have nothing else to continue on. I'm out. You're you're fresh out of fresh knowledge. I'm out of fresh knowledge, my G. Oh my God. So what did we learn? Well, at the end of the episode, I was like, what did we learn? Um, we learned that both of, we learned that both Americans and British people are kind of stupid. Well, I feel like we knew they're that already. willing to start a war over a pig. That's true. I don't feel like we learned much. I feel like it's just a bunch of reintroductions of already known lessons. Like we need to figure out how to have a peaceful dispute. No. Okay, there he is. Oh, he got un EP. <laughs> He's back. No, I love war. I love war and bloodshed. <laughs> I'm a war lover. War lover Freaking versus war, war hater. In case you guys didn't know, you rank up in combat and little dark age plays from the sky. Yo! Whoa. Yo, I am definitely gonna join the army now. I love the hit that song. That song is so baller Sigma. Respond, guys. Uh, that's just like a Sigma male edit with Ryan Gosling. Wow, dude. Wow. But uh, I think that we learned um, keep your pigs in your pants. Because otherwise bad stuff. That too. Happen. Keep your pigs in your pants? Yeah, no, British no, people. Uh, keep your no. children in their playpens. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. So Better than the monologue. What? No, my monologue was good. I was joking. Oh my goodness gracious, my G. I'm gonna find your house and assault you. What did he say? I bet you don't know where my house is. I will. I can literally walk to your house in 10 minutes. I, I was at your house on Thursday. Don't lie. Well, good thing I'm not at my house. You're at your someone's. You, you actually, actually, I got kidnapped, so you won't be able to find me. Actually, I'm on the streets of Oklahoma. Oklahoma City doing heroin. I wish. Are you? What are you doing? No, then? I'm what in. You, there's nothing else to do. I'm in, in northeast. I'm in. I'm in northeast Oklahoma. Um, about to black out on Jello shots, probably. <laughs> Dog. Dog is not the drinking age. But I Says feel who? like. Uh, says the U.S. government. But well, what do they know, really? Man. The U.S. government, uh, because it's a bit silly. Defund the ATF! Defund the ATF! Calm down, calm ATF. down. The, 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 the FUDs, the, the, not the FUDs. The, SpongeBob is gonna give me the SUDs. Um, the feds are gonna <laughs> find us if you keep talking like that, buddy. Alright, Buster, calm so down. Time to take your 59 milligrams of Adderall. Oh, she needs more. The NRA is negotiating our rights away. The NRA is negotiating our rights away to fund ATF. To the fund ATF. This is all good. All right, buddy, come eat your acetaminophen already. <laughs> come get your Tylenol. What's uh, what's the name of that one antipsychotic? Uh, what's it called? Come drink your corn syrup. Psychotic. Come drink your Benadryl. corn syrup. Benadryl. Oh, Benadryl is a psychotic dog. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that meme. Average. Um. Average weed fan, average Benadryl enjoyer. Endorser. Endorser. I am an endorser. I think we should all do hallucinogens more often. And for legal reasons, that is a joke. Me after taking 512 milligrams of Benadryl? Wow. But, And yes. for legal reasons, I'm not actually in Oklahoma blacking out on jello shots. <laughs> for legal reasons, I am not in Oklahoma. <laughs> I swear, I would never go there. Who would go to Oklahoma? Let's like, not let this episode. Let's not get let this episode get to my lawyer. Let's make sure we all don't get arrested after this episode. Carbon footprint. Carbon footprint. It's digital <laughs> footprint. You oaf. <laughs> carbon footprint. <laughs> Rose not driving a car with his phone. Yeah, texting and driving. 
my death and all fault pranf. It's like it's like those lectures we all got in like <laughs> elementary school. Make sure that your digital footprint is future colleges are gonna find this. Yeah. You're not you're not going to college, don't lie. Agreed. Agreed. So um overall, what did we learn? We learned that uh you gotta keep the piggies away just like you gotta keep the dogs and the shoes. Keep your grippers away. Because just like um just like Quentin Tarantino, there are a lot of people that wanna see your feet. What am I talking about <laughs> at this point? Just like uh what's her name? Who? Who? The sec. The sec? The who's the sec? <laughs> <laughs> I said one sec. Oh, okay. we have to. And just like sec. Colleen Ballinger, some people really like feet. The if toxic child. gossip train. One-way yeah. ticket to the manipulation station. Yo, dog. We have to. That's a whole different thing. Another groomer. What if we another make a... groomer? Just what a if... loser. What? I'm not the groomer, but the loser. What if we make a? Uh, the only if, thing I've ever groomed is my two Persian cats. <laughs> we should. We definitely have to make a episode in season two on the worst apologies in the history of anything. <laughs> like, have I told you guys about that one um Chinese general that was like half like half illiterate? But he would write poems and songs about how big his penis Xi was. Xi Jinping? No, not Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping? No. I yes. hate the CCP. I hate the CC. I hate the CCP. I hate the CCP. I love the CCP. I love the CCP. Shut up. Get Taiwan is show. not real. Get off my I show. I love the CCP. Get off my show. You can't silence me. You can't silence me. Uh, yes, I can. Walk China on right top. Now. No. Uh, you will be I'm silenced not. in season two because you no. won't exist. Yeah, you'll no, be I'm, gone. I always come. I always you'll come. You'll be long gone. By I, I always, always come. come back. What are you doing to my back? Whoa! What? Reported. Reported. Whoa, this is not family friendly. This episode is not family friendly. Deported. Deported. You can't say that, bro. That's a bit silly. But, um, overall, good episode. Um, I'm not sure what happened in this one, though. Like, it got a little Just like my cousin. What? What happened to your cousin? Got deported. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, His family members Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember that time your cousin mm. was at your house, and I went, um, grande me, yeah, grande me Taco Bell, and he laughed? That was great. But, alright, we're gonna wrap this one up. Thanks for coming on the show, Gabe. He will be here more, so... Cool. Yeah, he's here now. Uh, you're you are now my indentured servant. So, oh my. What lord. was that? Oh my lord! Someone that was home. disgusting. Someone who let the demons puked? out. Who just puked? Who vomited? <laughs> puked in his mouth. Okay. <laughs> but um, thanks for watching. Uh, next episode, I don't even know what the next episode's gonna be on, but I guess you'll figure that out. And thanks for listening. Oh, so. And um, we hope you return. This is a fun one to record. Bye bye. I think I have a little bit of brain damage, um. even a little more. All right, see you, my cool. little goofy history goblins. And please don't cut any of your appendages off while I'm gone. Okay? Thank you. Bye.